Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs, Dear damsels, one of my closest friends who I've known since before college has been struggling to end a relationship that's been challenging and full of red flags. I don't want to be like, get out of that mess because I want to be sensitive to her situation, but I'm also running out of ideas. Sincerely, busy without a boyfriend. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. There's some damsels in the DM. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. I'm Osh. And I'm Alejandro. Hello. What's up, you guys? Not much. Oh my goodness. How are, how was the spring transition for everyone coming along? You know, I don't know what's up with, I don't want to start with the negative actually. So I feel like I'm going to try to word this a better way, but somebody up in the universe has been pulling some strings here and there to make my life a little bit different than what I'm used to. Hmm. For example, I feel like my motivation, and I don't know if this is just because now we're a couple months into 2022 and, you know, we're in like the end of April, my motivation is kind of decreasing and I'm trying to find ways to to switch things up and and not like be in a rut with myself and then also i don't know if you guys have been feeling this but i posted on my story and a lot of people responded saying they feel the same way but the days feel extra long i okay ash so like a couple things one i agree something's going on with the universe i have already cried three times this week and we're at wednesday and oh. so i have a new acronym and it's it's called abc always be crying um, i love it thank you so much so anyway that i agree with you something's going on with the universe i'm totally okay everybody like don't worry i just something's going on mm-hmm. um number two i thought it was really sad when you thought the days were long because i feel like they're so short like, I feel like there's not enough hours in the day to do everything. So like, I'm curious if you could like elaborate. Okay. For example, I wake up at six in the morning. Okay. Like, Usually. Why do you wake up at six in the morning? Because I want to get ahead of myself and I want to be productive. And I, I, I was waking up. Okay. But if, let me say something to you. If you think the days are long, shorten them. No. <laughs> easy enough solution right? so the days have only been feeling long this week like we're only on wednesday right now but uh sunday monday tuesday today days have been feeling extra long and and i changed something this week because i have been feeling very sleepy i've been waking up a little later and so last week i like i've just only been waking up at 6 a.m since maybe like february And the reason why is because I don't feel like I have enough hours in the day and I feel like I was being rushed to do everything and get everything done. And I just have like way too much going on. So let me wake up, you know, two hours earlier. 
This week, I have been trying to wake up at six, cannot for the life of me wake up. I'll get up at like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. And I remember like three hours ago, I was like, it's only noon. Like, how is it only noon? Like, it should, like right now, it's only three. I feel like it should be 7 p.m. and I'm done with my day. That's wild. Okay, so I'm kind of in the middle. Or no, actually, I think I side with Lauren on this because I feel like there's been time has been zooming by but I also feel like maybe what you're experiencing Ash could be residual effects of the full moon I feel like a week before and a week after the full moon moon was so cool though I felt like a werewolf oh my god so cool I definitely felt like I was coming out of a Harry Potter film at that moment just looking up at the sky seeing the like clouds and like just the fullness of it but I I think like really quick really quick side note on this when there was a full moon I went on a hike with Ernie and when I was on this hike a coyote ran by me and I was like it's a wolf like the full moon like I I at first I thought it was a dog because they're really little you know but coyotes will like attack and eat small animals so like just imagine me like scooping up Ernie (laughs) and like power walking with this damn full moon like after (laughs) seeing the coyote anyway small little tidbit please get please resume (laughs) No, I feel like, yeah, I think, you know, just dive into these weird moments that you're having and like, as unfortunate as it may be to feel like, oh shit, like, where's the time slash why is it moving so slowly? I I think those are really cool moments to like, you know, get an understanding of why you're feeling those feelings. And yeah, I've had a lot of conversations because a bunch of people were feeling this way. And we're relating it to the full moon and saying that I've been affected by the full moon. Like you can be affected in whatever way. And the way that I'm being affected is I'm just feeling super drowsy, super unmotivated. And the days are just dragging out. Um, And I know it'll change, you know, next week is a new week. Tomorrow is a new day. And I'm hoping that it will change, but it just like, I've been taking naps throughout the day. I was dozing off earlier I just, because I haven't been feeling motivated, I called my parents and I called my brother um, and my brother suggested that I do this program that really helped him um, like inner engineering. It's by Sadhguru. I don't know if you like follow um, like the spiritual journey and that kind of path, but he did this program that like, it kind of works on your inner engineering. So making sure that no matter what your outside or external circumstances are, your internal one is I will be okay. And I think Lauren, we've had this conversation, like I'll be okay. Like if this happens, I'll be okay. And if that happens, I'll be okay. But like at the end of the day, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. And so I started the first lesson today. It was right before uh, we're filming this and I kept dozing off and I was like, I need to walk around the space and like try to wake up. But I'm like, damn, like this is just so counterproductive being so sleepy and then trying to listen to the sky while sitting on the floor with like, you know, your legs crossed and your palms facing up. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I cannot be in this. Well, trees grow their roots amid the storm, right? Ah. Mm -hmm. But like, as I mentioned, this week has been ABC for me, always be crying. Uh And um, I will say like the routine has been really helpful because it does just like center you and kind of put you back on track and make you feel like I don't know. I don't want to call it a distraction, but in a way it just like, it makes you sort of feel like I still have something to return to every day. And even though these other things are going on in the world, I have something to keep myself centered and grounded. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's the only thing that you have control over. Yeah. yeah. I don't have control over me being sleepy. I don't have control over, you know, like my body's chemical imbalances, but I do have control over getting up out of bed, making my bed, doing my journaling, going for a walk and working out. Yeah. Well, I can't help but wonder, are there anything, are, are there any projects or new conversations or people in your life that you are excited about or things that you are looking forward to? <laughs> well, yes, there has been a little bit of an update in my dating life, if this is what you're referring to. Yes. Let's get um, to the tea. Open to anything. I mean, let's, get, goodness, to, let's get to the tea. So <laughs> let's get last, to the tea. Come on, give the, the people what they want to hear. Episode that we had, I kind of told you about problems that I was facing with the with the guy that I was dating. And last week I kind of had a realization that I need to get rid of any negative. Like I'm not gonna hold on to my dad told me this. He was like, You don't go picking in garbage, like you don't go looking through trash to find, you know, what life what you need from life. No. So I'm not going to go and pick through the garbage that's already in my life to find a, a whole new meaning. I'm going to get rid of that garbage and, and find my meaning, meaning internally. And I was having this thought when I was showering, I was like, dang, like I just wasn't treated right in this little two month fiasco that I had with someone that I thought was like, probably my person. Um, I, I I know we have a love bombing episode and now I can speak to love bombing because I was love bombed, completely love bombed. And Damn, we recorded it too early. We did. We recorded it way too early when I was, I was being love bombed, but I didn't realize that I was being love bombed. Um, but what happened is that, you know, this person um, wanted his cake and, or wanted to have a cake and eat it too, where sometimes, yeah, sure go ahead. You can have your cake and eat it too, but not when you're hurting other people. And this person um, found a way to make it convenient for him to be single when it was, when he had someone else or other options that he wanted to explore, but then be exclusive when there was no one else to explore. Uh Um, And he went on a trip to go see a girl. (gasps) No, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. So the conversation, I mean, this person's out of my life and this is a dating podcast really. So I'll just be brutally honest with what happened. Um, we had a conversation. Um, it was going really well. I definitely thought- Look we're at Alejandro worse. sipping his tea. Yeah. So we had a conversation like, okay, so it was going so well that I thought that we were moving towards boyfriend and girlfriend. And I call my brother up. I remember early on and I was like, Hey, just in case I all of a sudden have a boyfriend, don't be surprised. Like this is where it's heading. Like we are moving a little bit too fast, but I really like this person and everything about this person feels right. And he was like, okay, as long as you know that it is moving a little too fast, I can't, you know, like, um, as, as long as you're self-aware about that and you think this is right, then, then sure. I'd, I'd love to, you know, see where this takes you and eventually meet this person told everyone about him, except for my parents, because I don't tell this is I'm smart. I don't tell my parents about anyone unless they are so serious that we're like, we know we're going to get married, you know? That's smart. I think that's a real smart decision. Yeah, because my parents are heavily involved in my life. They're Indian parents. If I tell them that I'm dating someone, it has to be someone that I'm about, like, I'm ready to get married because they will, our culture is, oh, you're dating someone. Let's set up the date. When are we get? when's the engagement? I guess they don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) 
Uh, my dad actually asked me, he was like, so what's a podcast? I want to listen and support. I was like, no, you don't need to. <laughs> you don't, you don't need to do that. It's not parent friendly. There's things on there that you're probably not going to agree with. And you're probably yeah. not gonna like, um, so like, why just, you know, why, why yeah. go about that? Um, so I, I definitely thought we were going to be in a relationship and I definitely thought we were exclusive until a, like a month ago or a couple of weeks ago, he called me and he was like, Hey, um, I just, just, this has just been on my mind, but like, I, the way that I love, like I love love. And I, I feel like I always jump into a relationship and I like, I go so fast that I crash and burn a relationship and you're too special. I don't want to do that with you. So what are ways that we can, you know, take this slow? And I was like, I completely agree. Like we went to a wedding three weeks after meeting each other. Like we went to a wedding together, like that's moving pretty fast. So I was like, I completely agree. Maybe we just, you know, we slow it down and we hang out not every day, but we'll hang out on the weekends. By the way, he ignores this whole thing about only seeing each other on the weekends. He still love bombs me and wants to hang out all the time. I'm like, you wanted some space in the relationship, but like, go, whatever, I'm going to take all the time that you give me. Um, and two weeks ago, he calls, we are like on the phone and he's like, oh yeah, like I have all these trips coming up. I'm going here, then I'm going to here. And then I'm going to like whatever town. I was like, why are you going well, like this town? Like, why are you going to this town? And he was like, oh, like to, you know, meet some, uh, one of my friends, this buddy of mine, um, she's a gamer. Like I've met her through um, like during COVID, like we played a lot of video games together. Um, I'm going to like be at her ranch. I'm probably not going to get any service. So you're probably not going to hear from me um, oh, hell like, no. what? or whatever. And I was like, I'm not an idiot. Like I've been in many <laughs> toxic relationships and many shady relationships. I know, I know shady people. Um, and so I was like, hold on. Like this doesn't add up. Like he was trying to fast forward through it and make it sound so casual that I won't ask any questions. And I was like, hold on. Like my radar just went off and I was like, you mean to tell me number it's two things are fucking weird. You're going to go see this girl that you've never met. Like you've never, you were telling me you've never even FaceTimed her. You don't know what she looks like. He said, no. And I was like, okay, so she could be a catfish. She could be a serial killer. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. And then number two, you're flying to this place to go see a girl. Like that's odd. Like we're dating, aren't we? Like wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be odd if I flew out to go see a guy that I've never met and well, like to a ranch to play video games with somebody that they don't know. So yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not uh, like when I can have a, when I cannot have a conversation, I'll, I'll shut down and I'll be like, I, I gotta go. Like, I can't have this conversation. So I hang up the phone. I don't hear from him that night. I don't hear from him the next day in the afternoon. I text him and I'm like, Hey, and he was like, Hey, Hey babe, how are you? And I'm like, honestly, I'm in a really bummy mood. Like I'm not doing okay. And he was like, yeah, no, I understand. I totally understand. And I would feel hurt by the, by, you know, that conversation as well. And I was like, yeah, I, I really don't feel okay. And he, he, um, made me, he like reassured me and made me feel better. And he was like, you know, like, it's nothing to worry about. You're such a special human being. I love you, but not in that way. Like he just, you know, it was like, I love you. Like as a person, not like I'm in love with you type of conversation. He was like, I love you and I care about you. And our relationship is way too special um, to text about it. Like, I'd love to come over and talk about it in person whenever, you know, like whenever you feel. Um, and I was like, okay, tonight, like come over. <laughs> and in that conversation, he kind of made me anxious, but he kind of made me feel like, I don't know why I thought this, um, that everything was okay. And that maybe we're going to have an exclusivity conversation. Maybe this is just a buddy that he's going to go see, you know, like 
maybe let's, he's going to have this conversation about we're just, we're exclusive. I'm just going to go see a friend. Everything's good. Do you want to be my girlfriend? I don't know why. I generally don't know why I thought that was going to be the conversation. He comes over and we're talking and I was like, so tell me about this, like this trip that you're going on. And he was like, yeah, it's this girl. Like her name's not really this, it's that like lied to me about it. And he was like, I, I didn't really know how to tell it, tell you about it on the phone and I was like okay and then I was getting weird why would really you lie about vibes. the name so you wouldn't like, I don't know I do not know and Wait, he, you, you said you were feeling vibes though what describe that what kind of what were you feeling I was feeling the same type of energy that I felt during uh when I was with my ex when he was cheating on me and he was lying about cheating on me mm. it's that same energy I pick up that shit um so I'm like okay, so you're gonna go there. Are you gonna hook up with her? Like, what's the situation? He was like, I don't know, maybe. When I tell you my heart was ripped out of my freaking chest. Like, I thought this guy was gonna have the, do you want to be my girlfriend conversation somehow? I, said, was so I don't know, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe. And I was like, what? And he was like, remember that conversation that I tried to have about like, um, you know, like, needing like not taking like taking it slow and like not you know speeding into it and I'm like yeah I thought it was like at least we're still exclusive and like we're working on our relationship slowly and not like diving into it not that you want to see other people and he was like I don't know I just had the spiritual like connection to this ranch she showed me like the picture of it and I just had a spiritual like calling and I was like what are you talking oh about God. bro like this is like shady um Wait, so had he ever met her before or was that a lie no no. So he never met, met her before. online. They played video yeah. games. Yeah. And now he thinks he might hook up with her? Yeah. That's so But you know what he said to reassure me? She's two inches taller than me, and I'm not really into girls who are taller than me. So I probably won't even hook up with her anyways. Oh my God. Like I can't even believe a bonehead would say something like that. that sounds so stupid. I met so much worse than I expect them to be. And then like that week, I was like having like really bad anxiety. And I was like, I just don't feel good about this. I don't and you feel didn't good talk about this. To him but I, the whole week, right? So uh the week that he told me that, I did talk to him and we did see each other. I but slept over he's at like, the ranch. No. So then I went to Chicago that weekend after he told me that. And then that Sunday. Um, he was leaving and that Monday I was coming back from Chicago. And so Sunday he left um, and I didn't hear from him for a week. So Sunday to Thursday, he was at this ranch. Thursday, he goes somewhere else for a bachelor party. And I didn't hear from him for a week. And I'm like, actions speak louder than words, dude. Like, you know, you said you're not going to lose me. And you said that you love me. And you said that like, you care about me so much and this and that. But like, you're MIA, bro. Like you are so you've ghosted basically. Uh day before yesterday, he texted me saying, Hey stranger. Whoa! I am not gonna be responding to your texts, bro. Like, hey stranger, if you really cared about me, bro, you would literally call me up and be like, Hey, like, you know, like I'm so sorry, but this is what's going on. Or text me, be like, Hey, I'm really sorry that I was MIA and that I didn't reach out to you. Um, how are you doing? Not hey stranger, like you up. No, he is not worth any of your time or audacity. He has the audacity to tweet. Love is weird after oh. I don't respond to him. Oh my God. I cannot. That's no, 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 no. It is weird. Love is weird. I'm sorry, but you made it weird. My guy, it didn't have to be weird. 
And you know what? I was helping him uh, um, memorize his lines and he gave me his laptop. And in the background, so he had his lines there and in the background, his messages were open. I'm not someone who's going to click on it and do, you know, I don't invade privacy, but all I saw was like a message to like this name. And I saw a message that said, you're gorgeous from him. And then I look at the name and the name, obviously photographic memory will stick to me and I'll go and search who this person is. Found out it is the person that whose ranch this person was. No, my guy was going to. no. Yeah. Like you're giving me your laptop. Your messages are open right there. Like the screens were like half, like half and a, like three quarters and a quarter. The quarter, I could see the name of the person and what you've sent. This was a trash story. Like, oh, ugh. Mm. absolute trash. And it's crazy because trash comes in different forms. Like they don't have to straight up like look. I mean, you know, I could have done better probably. Yeah. Well, um, just thinking back to like, he called you like while we were doing things together you know you'd be like hey babe like I was thinking Thai for dinner like or or we could like have wine and make dinner tonight like I mean it was not exactly that but like but it was that and Lauren was like do you have a boyfriend yeah I was like do you have a boyfriend that I don't know about because I was like literally we host a dating podcast together I feel like I should know and like the way he called her like you're absolutely right Ash you were for sure love bombed dude so love bombed it's nuts but you know what's crazy? We've only been on one date. He's so lazy that he couldn't even take me on any other dates. Like our dates, and I should have seen this as a red flag, would be like, come ho- come over and like, let's cook. And then do you want to read this pilot with me? Do you want to <gasps> help me learn lines? Do you want to do this for me? Do you want to do that for me? Like, stop using me, bro. You I'm, were a line reader like, with I'm benefits. dumb enough to fall for that. But now I'm like, it's a learning experience. You know, like it wasn't a failed relationship. I just learned from it. All right, guys, before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track, with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. With that happening to you, you, you're doing your routine? Girl, I have been... I've been on top of my routine. I learned from this because I made an actual like game plan about like how to keep my mental health, my physical health and like my career still a priority, even when shit's happening that I don't want to be happening. Even when I'm upset, like surely I was really upset by those experience. Last week was probably like not the worst week of my life, but honestly, like my anxiety was so bad that it was so hard for me to like 
be productive and do Plus things. So been my in, like, toxic relationships before. So I'm sure that this felt like PTSD of that situation. Yeah. Especially like where it, you're at a place now where you can like recognize signs and things like that. It honestly was like, why does this keep happening to me? It's like, why, why, why do people take advantage of me like that? Like I treated this guy so well, like he wasn't feeling well. So I went to air one. I got him this. I went to CVS. I got him this. Like he wasn't my partner. He was my child. Like I treated him so freaking well. I took such good care of him and he used that, you know? And it's like, well, I, I don't want to change my personality, but like, I also don't want guys to take advantage of me. No. Looking back on it, like, what do you think that you could have noticed? Like for people who are listening to try to avoid like a situation like this happening? Probably the love bombing. I probably could have noticed that it's not normal for someone to, call me this much and, and FaceTime me this much. And I, you know what? I, I journaled about it. 28th of February. I journaled about, I'm getting weird, weird, uh, energy, like weird feelings about this. And I made a pros and cons list. If I, the thing is, if I need to make a pros and cons list about somebody, they are not worth it. Yeah. On his end, I feel like to me, what the biggest red flag was like anybody who's willing to leave you and like take a break in that way. I don't think, especially that early on, I think it's different if you had a relationship that's like three years together and you decide to take like a little breather, whatever. But like, if you have only been together two months and you're saying that you need to like go have a week long break to like that just seems very sketchy to me. And I think even if you are going to like go down on the slow things down period, whatever, like that shouldn't mean like, oh, let's also date other people. And I think that people just need to be really clear about what they want. And like, if he was saying slow things down, but he meant see other people, then he should have just said, see other people. So what I could learn from this now is I should have, I can't control how other people act and what other people do. But in the beginning, I should have been like, so what are you looking for? Mm. I didn't have to because he showed me that he wants a relationship, the way that he treated me and the way that he wanted to hang out with me all the time. Like there was no games. There were zero games. That's why I didn't have to be like, what are you looking for? I kind of automatically just knew. But maybe- time frame that that has to happen? Because I feel like I've had conversations with other friends about that where like, they want to have that conversation and then sometimes it goes awry because maybe the other person isn't even thinking that that's like a topic that needs to come up but yeah what is the time frame that yeah it's okay to discuss Alejandro were you saying when do you when do you like say that like what you're look like so what are you looking for yeah is that like a first date thing or conversation or is that yeah. like three dates in or just like I don't know I just wonder like what is the appropriate time frame the thing is like I don't want to I don't want it to get too far because I don't want to get attacked like you know I, I'm very easy getting attached to people so I don't want to get attached to someone and then they'd be like oh just something casual and then I'm like oh, okay well I don't want to like let go of you because I really love spending time with you yeah so sure I'll go ahead with the casual or waste your time because you're you're always talking about like looking for your person yeah yeah I mean, you are going to have the hottest girl summer of all time. So I definitely am. I, I mean, I'm already dating that. guys. I've, I, I already like have been dating and I jumped into something else. Like I'm good. <laughs> you jumped into something else. I downloaded those apps real quick. When he said, um, <laughs> I want to go see this girl in this place. I was like, all right, well, I'm getting back on Raya. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to find more quality people. I hope than you. 
I mean, words are powerful, so I'm happy that you're manifesting all these great things to come. I actually made a list of um, of qualities that I'm looking for and a list of things that I don't want. All right, let's um, hear it. Yeah. You want to? Yeah, we want to. Someone who isn't negative and doesn't complain a lot. Someone mm. who takes care of themselves hygienically, um, physically and mentally. Someone who's constantly working on improving themselves. Someone who is in therapy, which he is, but he's not doing things outside of therapy to work on himself. Um, someone who likes to read. Someone who reads a lot of like help, help, like self-help books. Someone who likes to meditate. Um, someone who likes to be social because I am a social person. Um, someone who will get along with all of my friends without me worrying. Wait, like, is you this said that he didn't like be? to be social, right? He doesn't like to be social. Well, there you go. Wouldn't have worked. There we go. Yeah. Um, someone who likes to cook and like, you know, spend quality time together, which he liked to do that, but it was more like, I'm getting something out of you. Like come over, I'll cook for you. If you help me with a soft take. I don't want that. I don't want some, you don't, you're not looking for something from me except for like a solid relationship and a partner. Um, you know, like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not here to give you a service. He was a very negative person. When I think back at it, I remember I journaled about how negative he is. Mm. I think that's really powerful that you made that assessment or that you understand that those are one of the things that you want to steer clear from, because I feel like you know, as we've spoken about before, words have meaning, words have significant power. Mm -hmm. And anyone who is so quick to just like articulate some sort of negative thought on the regular is just, it's overwhelming. And I, yeah. I, I don't understand how people can operate that way because no, it's just not fun. And it's not fun to be around because it's like when we're trying to operate on like a higher frequency to where we can appreciate everything that is taking place around us, regardless of you know, the outcome, mm -hmm. we still find some way to celebrate the beauty within those moments. Right. But then right. the misalignment comes in when someone is like, just constantly just like shoveling their shit onto you thinking that that's what is building good rapport. Like, that yeah, makes no fucking sense, but no. it's good. I'm so happy to hear that. That is like, that was like one of the first things that you mentioned in your list, which I think is so admirable and so important for Thank everyone you. who's listening. I mean, that's, yeah. that's really valuable. It, this kind of reminds me of the episode where we talked about like applying characteristics onto a relationship that might not actually exist or like ignoring red flags because it does sound like your gut was trying to tell you like between like the fact that you found in your journaling like that he was negative um, that you had like red flags about the love bombing and I mean, maybe that's just a good message for people who are listening to like really listen to yourself. And mm -hmm. if things feel like like they're showing up and they're a red flag early on, this was the relationship OCD episode. That's what I'm thinking about. Mm. Um, and I guess that it's like a matter of separating relationship OCD from like actual red flags that are rising. And maybe you did feel like, you know, you were just being nervous or like making sure that it was the right fit for you but maybe there were actually signs of things that you needed to take in yeah and it is true listen to yourself like this my morning pages this literally holds like my truest self like I will journal about my truest thoughts and it holds like my truest self like if I have any doubts about someone it is in this book mm -hmm. Lauren you are I'm just kidding asshole <laughs> 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 I think it's interesting too, like giving the benefit of the doubt to someone that I feel I'm guilty of that. 
Um, and I feel like sometimes it's challenging because it's like you want to see, well, I feel like there are some who want to see the more positive side in people. And there are those of us who choose to kind of overlook certain red flags or overlook certain tendencies that a person may fall into. And just, yeah, out of the hope that like you could be wrong or just ignoring that like, gut instinct. But those gut instincts are there for a reason. Yeah. And listening to them and becoming more in tune with that is, I think, a really powerful way to continue moving forward and finding the relationships that are going to actually build you up rather than mm-hmm. cause you stress and, you know, perpetuate symptoms of anxiousness that aren't even going to help you in the long run. No, it's just unnecessary pain. Right. And something that I think, Lauren, you always talk about is making sure that you surround yourself with people that are going to build you up or add value to your life rather than take away from. It's just, it's hard to hear, but it's also exciting to know that you have been able to find within yourself the answers that you need in order to continue moving forward in a more positive direction and just living your most authentic badass self thank you i'm I'm ready to have the best hot girl summer bro i'm so ready hell yeah (laughs) well speaking of hot girl summer let's help today's letter writer have the best hot insert pronoun here summer Dear damsels, one of my closest friends who I've known since before college has been struggling to end a relationship that's been challenging and full of red flags. I'm proudly single and always ready to mingle, but to kind of help her out of a stressful situation, I'm trying to lead by example by enjoying singledom and time to build my business. Since each one of you seems full of advice and really business savvy, I'm wondering if there's a better way to encourage my best friend to focus on things that will make her feel whole and like she's headed in the right direction. I don't want to be like out of that mess because I want to be sensitive to her situation, but I'm also running out of ideas. Sincerely, busy without a boyfriend. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Oh, got a boyfriend. Well, I mean, keep doing you. I feel like being a model for the excellence that you are living is a really good way to kind of be there for your friend, even if you don't feel like you have the right words to advise her in a really sticky situation. What I've learned from my experiences and my friends who are same situation, they're trying to get out of toxic relationships and also from my toxic relationship you no matter what anybody else says and does and shows you you're not gonna get out of it unless you want to yourself like nothing is gonna make you want to do it more than yourself and that's just what it is like you are being such a good friend really trying your best and um i think regardless you should be that you know that role model to your friend but it's gonna be really hard for them to get out of something that they don't want to get out of yeah or if they do want to get out of it they have to do it themselves it can't it can't be something that you're showing them or you know it's just it's really difficult and it's not really your job to set the example for your friends like you it sounds like what you're doing is already a good example by just enjoying your single life like I I don't think you need to switch anything to provide a good example for your friend. I think just by being there and showing that you support them, like is being a good friend. And I would also, and this is something that I feel like I've been thinking about lately, like only offer advice that's warranted, you know, because sometimes I think like when people are in toxic relationships, like we want to shake them. And sometimes we're like, maybe I just have to give tough love because that's the only way to get through to them. 
sometimes that can be really toxic and also put your, put them off from you as a friend and put them more towards the partner because they feel defensive or protective of the partner. So I think like if that person is complaining to you about the relationship, like you should just be a listening ear. And if it gets to a point where it's so toxic that you must intervene, try to do it in a way that like you're enlisting somebody who's really close to them that could make a difference, like a parent maybe, or, you know, a therapist or like a a sister or a cousin or a brother, somebody who's going to be like, you know, so, so close that it doesn't feel like you're overstepping your boundary because I've personally gotten burned before when I've tried to help a friend out. I, I um, told a friend one time that their partner was cheating on them and I got dropped as a friend and they stayed with the significant other. And it wasn't only until later, like years later that they ended the relationship that they came and apologized to me and, you know, understood the circumstance. So I, I just have learned from that experience that you really have to be careful I'm somebody that would like to know, you know, if I were in a similar situation, like um, what was going on, but not everybody is. So I would just really try to be careful and sensitive in um, navigating this situation. Agreed. Sensitivity seems to be the best way to, yeah, to keep fulfilling the friendship because, yeah, as, as you said, Ash, like you, that person has to take it into their own hands, whichever direction they want to go and mm-hmm. it's up to them to figure out how to do that. Uh, I mean, yeah. But best of luck, my dear letter mm-hmm. writer. Thank you for writing in. We appreciate you sharing this with us and we admire what a good friend you are. And we hope that your friend does get out of that sticky situation um, and find someone who is worthy of her love and her energy and her attention. Yeah. Keeping a badass and running your business. Yeah, you go do that. And if you want to write to have your friend write to us, we'd be happy to advise them. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time, it's going down in the DMs. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.